Hi there, and welcome to the LDS study session uh, by me, Matt. Uh, and today we're continuing to look at the Come Follow Me section in June the 10th to June 16th, Matthew chapter 26, Mark 14, Luke 22, and John 18. Not as I will, but as thou wilt. And we are continuing looking at Come Follow Me again today. You'll notice that that's kind of in the main uh, s- uh, focus of this week, but that's because we're focusing on the sacraments, the atonement in the Garden of Gethsemane, and conversion, which are huge topics. And we won't do them justice in just one week of study, I'm sure, but uh, I'll do my very best. I wanted to focus today on the um, Saviour's suffering in the Garden of Gethsemane again, this time on a, on a particular aspect of the atonement, the fact uh, that it is, whilst it is indeed infinite in power, it is also an intimate atonement. And what I mean by that uh, is that the Saviour suffered pains and sicknesses and trials and temptations and, and paid for sins uh, for individuals rather than one whole set of, the, of God's children. Uh, of course, well, this was necessary, and we'll find out about that in a moment. Now, we learn about this. I mean, as I was growing up, I always imagined that the atonement was just one big amount of pain and suffering that the Saviour had to go through so that everyone's sins could be covered. And it was just one big, like, gathering of all these things in one. But actually, as I've studied further, I found this to be quite the, quite the opposite. The Saviour suffered the pains and sicknesses and trials and temptations and sins of each individual person and it was done on an individual basis. As you look at the ordinances of the gospel, the sacrament being passed one by one, um, baptism being done one by one, and all these other ordinances, and even uh, in the temple, things being done one by one, uh, including baptisms by proxy. If we don't read out a list of names and then baptize for all of them, they are done one by one. The convenience would, of course, be to just read out that list of names to say these are all baptized and then be baptized. But... This is not a gospel of convenience. The Saviour wants us to experience things on an individual basis. Hence why I firmly believe, and as I read these scriptures and the quotes today, it will become clear that the atonement was performed on an individual basis. In Mosiah chapter 15, we see Abinadi, who is teaching the people of King Noah, and he talks about the intimate nature of the atonement as well as, well as its infinite power. Uh, in verse 10, we begin in Mosiah 15. And now I say unto you, who shall declare his generation? Behold, I say unto you, that when his soul has been made an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. And now what say ye? And who shall be his seed? Now, we, we, we hear of uh, the terms Christ's seed uh, in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10. Uh, in the scripture, it says, yes, uh, in Isaiah, uh, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. Now in the footnotes uh, for seed, it makes reference to sons and daughters of God. Now, in this sense, the Saviour is seeing his seed. This does not mean uh, necessarily all of God's children. Uh, because, as we read further in Mosiah 11 to 12, there is a difference between that, uh, between spiritual children of God and Christ's seed or Christ's children. Um, It says in verses 11 to 12, Behold, I say unto you that whosoever has heard the words of the prophets, yea, all the holy prophets who have prophesied concerning the coming of the Lord, I say unto you that all those who have hearkened unto their words redeem his people and have looked forward to that day for a remission of their sins. I say unto you that these are his seed, 
or they are the heirs of the kingdom of God. For these are they whose signs he has borne, since he has borne. These are they for whom he has died. To redeem them from their transgressions. And now are they not his seed? And um, we see here that the seed, or Christ's seed, are those people who have heard the words of the Holy Prophets, who have believed on the Saviour, who look forward to his coming and believe that he can redeem them. So he has seen that you know, those individuals who call on his name and ask for that support. In other words, how could the Saviour really truly give us individual help and succour, as it says in, in Alma chapter 7, verse 12, which we'll go to in a second. Uh, how could he truly give that individual help if he hadn't experienced the pains and sicknesses and sorrows and trials and temptations of each individual person? Sure, our Saviour could go to that person and say, well, I'm sorry that you're going through these pains. I've gone through immeasurable more pain, and I can help you with that. But isn't it much more uh, personal and helpful and reassuring that our Saviour has not just gone through more pain than us and so he can help us, but actually he has gone through our specific trials and worries. We always feel like when we go through these trials or worries, you know, no one knows how I feel, no one gets what I feel, what I feel right now. And that is completely true. We are all individual and unique. We all go through things individually, I believe. We might go through the same trials, but we all feel about them and deal with them in different ways. But our Saviour has felt exactly how we feel because of the intimate nature of his atonement. And that's where the power comes, where he can truly support each individual person. Now, in terms of, I wanted to focus on one aspect of suffering in this life. Um, the Come Follow Me manual uh, makes a link uh, to Elder Dallin H. Oaks' talk in the October 2015 conference, Strengthened by the Atonement of Jesus Christ. Uh, and there's what he talks about in various different mortal trials that people go through. And I want to focus on one of them that is quite personal to me. It, he says, quote, um, I am still speaking of mortal infirmities not caused by our sins. Some are born with physical or mental disabilities that cause personal suffering for them and struggles for those who love and care for them. For many, the infirmity of, depre of, in of depression is painful or permanently disabling. Close quote. Now, uh, we know that our Saviour has suffered things individually so that he may know how to help. We remember reading yesterday in Alma chapter 7, verses 11 to 12, and I'll just, I'll just uh, remove kind of from those verses one section. Uh, it says, His bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know how to, according to the flesh, how to succor his people according to their infirmities. Our Saviour is able to identify the individual sufferings and needs of each individual person. My brother uh, has autism, and obviously autism is quite a wide spectrum. Uh, he, he is very much at the end, at the, at the end of uh, autism where he struggles to uh, provide for himself, or he struggles to um, you know, look after himself. He's quite low functioning uh, socially. He, he took a long time to talk, he took a long time to speak to other people, uh, and even now you know, he struggles to interact uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, now, for me, you know, I was 15 months older than him. I lived with him all the way up until I was 20. Um, well, rather, I, I lived with him all the way until I was 18. And uh, he basically, you know, went around with me wherever I went. Uh, and so it was quite a, a big uh, 
think that I had to work with. Now, I firmly believe and understand that I am the person I am today because of that moulding that I had, that because of that development that I had through those formative years of my life, caring for my brother, recognising his needs, I feel I am a much more conscientious person and uh, emotionally aware person, really, because of that interaction and relationship I had with my brother. Now, that's not to say that I, I believe that God gave him that disability for me. You know, that's a very selfish thing to think. Um, but I do think that before this life, my brother was such a special um, son of God, as all people with disabilities are, that they understood the plan and it was offered to them that this would happen and that they accepted it. I don't know the full reasons. I'm not God, fortunately, thanks for, fortunately to, to everyone else, I think. Um, I, you know, and I think that one aspect of it may be that he understood that, you know, people would learn from that. And because he had developed to a point before this pre-mortal life, uh, where he didn't necessarily need to go through mortality to learn and develop himself, uh, he volunteered himself to kind of, or he accepted, you know, this condition where he would be able to help others learn and grow through the, the ways that they would have to work with him. Once we understand the pre-mortal pre nature of our spirits, you know, the, these things such as depression and mental disability and, you know, things that happen for, for no good reason, not because people have made wrong choices or even because of the bad agency of other people if, affecting us, but things that are just seemingly by chance, we start to understand a bit, a bit, a bit more why these things might, might happen. But it doesn't, it doesn't make it any less uh, easy or any less difficult to go through. It's still blooming hard. Um, but I know for a fact that my saviour has gone through. There, there was many evenings in my, in my life where I was, just, I was just so upset and so disheartened by working with, with my brother through these things. Uh, but my, I know now that my saviour has felt those pains and sufferings and he can offer me relief, uh, guidance and comfort uh, with all of this. So anyway, that's uh, just one thing, aspect of the atonement I wanted to look at, or a couple of them maybe, that our Saviour has suffered these individually, intimately, so that he can support us through our unique trials and sufferings. I hope you've enjoyed the session today. If you have any experiences that you want to share relating to this, I'd love to hear them, or any other study uh, materials that you've gone through and have loved, then please share them with me so I can learn from you, uh, at Matt S. Roberts 90 uh, Thank you for listening, and until we meet again, 